Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. If it wasn't illegal and I just went, hey, I have to tip my little finger, would you eat it? If, if you, so you had a bit of, if you had a bit of finger, if you had a finger <laughs> amputated, yeah. and you went, shall we eat the finger? Yeah, fuck you, I'd eat the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Half Hour. Hello and welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Half Hour, the spin-off to the main show in which I sit down with my good friend and YouTube megastar Robbie Knox to learn all about life. Our aim is to get through a hundred life lessons over time, and today's lesson is childbirth. What happens after a hundred? Do you just stop? <laughs> we either if people love it, we'll do another hundred. All right. Yeah. So the hundred rules just random, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. I just, I just like the idea yeah. of, of having a select few. Do you know what I mean? I think like, we should pretend we're going to at least pretend we're going to finish at hundred, and then we can have like, oh, everyone going, oh no, do another hundred. Yeah, or, I feel, or, or we'll, nothing. We'll get for a hundred. It'll yeah, be fine. We'll piss a hundred. <laughs> Childbirth, but I want to take it back to the start. Not the conception. <laughs> I want to take it. What, yeah. what was the moment like when you first found out you were going to be a dad? Uh, good. We didn't, we've been trying for a few months, not long, particularly. Yeah. Um, trying. I was, I was finding that one. It was really funny. Oh, no. Bloody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trying. Um, so, um, yeah. Yeah, no, exciting. Mm. Um, me and my friend Jim uh, basically decided... That we're going to have kids at the same time, and we managed it within a month of each other. Did you? Yeah, it's just quite good. So, because that's the kind of thing. I think the time to have children is when your friends are having children, because mm. you don't want our friend Ginger Dan went early. Did he? In his children, so he's got his kids are like a few years older than all of ours, right? Which, is, which in some ways is good because it means that he'll be free of them sooner. Yeah, but it's quite good to have, like, if you're all meeting up. All your kids are similar ages, sort yeah. of thing, rather than one being like twenty and the rest being five. It's such a weird experience when you're growing up, yeah. usually early twenties, isn't it? Yeah. And you and you first hear of your friend having a kid. Yeah, like that's mental. Like, yeah. um, my friend George, he's got a three year old. He's a year below me. Like th- yeah. that to me now because I'm I'm twenty six. Yeah. So do you think I I should be having a kid? What's uh, a good age? What's the best age? Yeah, whenever, you, whenever you want. Whenever your friends are. This is life lessons, that's, Robbie. That's, life I, lessons. I, I genuinely think it's it's when the rest of your peer group are having kids. Really? 
within within reason. Obviously, you've got there's biological limits to when you can, <laughs> yeah. uh, from a woman's point of view. Yeah, um, but I, I'd say when your mates are because you want to be, you don't want to be the only one mm. who's got kids, and equally, you want to have if yeah. Hang out with the kids. You might as well have one then. Let them play together and stuff like that. Yeah, would almost. you? Would you? How old were you? Uh, so. 2011, Kitty was born, so I would have been 33. I'm going to say. Oh, that's fairly. Is that right? Yeah, that's fairly. That's fairly yeah. old, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. So. Yeah, I mean, we got married the year before. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well, would you say? I don't know if this is an intrusive question, but would you say you were financially stable? Was it like a men- like a decision? Like we are ready. Now? I think I was living in London, and I think everything's a bit delayed in London. Right. I think. Um, People tend to get married later. I think quite a lot of time people, were, my friends from back home and stuff like that, would have got married right a lot, quite a lot earlier on average. I'd say I don't know. Yeah. That's fair. It feels feels that way sort of thing. So I think it seems it's probably because people are busier as well, isn't it? Possibly, yeah. Things get in the way. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, I would uh, financially stable, not not especially. Yeah, I don't think I mean we're all, all right. Yeah, because um, that's what I'm. I'm kind of debating yeah. now. I'm kind of thinking right, jobs okay now. Um, because for a while YouTube's yeah. a bit, and it's a, yeah. it went through that grey area, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Then um, I'm renting a place. Next step, buy a place. Then have a kid. Then have a, then get a dog. Then have a kid. All right, okay. Did you have a pet before you had a kid? No. Fuck, you jumped straight in at the deep. You're yeah. a maverick. That's why I respect you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I might get a, kid, a dog after. I might go out of order. Um, <laughs> right. The moment yeah. you found out you were a dad, you, uh, you were going to be a dad, you, uh, you were planning it. Yep. Did did Bev make a big big hoo ha out of it? Like, did she give you like a big like party popper? No, because we 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 not did the test together. I didn't piss on a stick. <laughs> but um, she, she, we went to look together the right. results because I wouldn't I wouldn't like I, I wouldn't like go oh I've done this test yeah no well I want to yeah join in and do this together yeah um uh so did that but then uh, then you go to scans and stuff like that and I always thought oh, scans would be this amazing time where you're sort of going. Um, oh yeah, look, there's a baby and all that stuff. But generally, you're just sitting there terrified that they're going to go. Your baby's dead, or something like that. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, really, I don't like, like it at all. I, I completely get that because I have health anxiety. So do when it, when I like, I can't do anything. Yeah. Like, I don't like the delay from a test to the to the announcement of the result. So yeah. my sister, who's type one diabetic, yeah, she she pricks her finger all the time to yeah. get her blood sugar level. Yeah, she's pricked mine once, and for the five seconds before. It came up with a level. I'm panicking. I'm right. worried. I'm freaking out like hypochondria. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, it's going to just say you're dying in three seconds or yeah. something. <laughs> it doesn't right. have, doesn't have that function. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can't, yeah, I, can't, I completely get that. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't particularly enjoy that. And because you do hear so many stories of, I mean, it's, it's the most sort of brutal thing that you'll choose to go into in life, sort mm. of thing like that. There's no, you don't really choose things where there's a, well, you know, there's a chance that someone might. Die yeah. in it, sort of thing like that. And horrific things do happen. Yeah, um, we, we 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 were lucky. We've got three kids and we didn't have any problems with any of them. Right. Um, did you I, did you know the genders of them? Like, no. how does that work? You didn't want to know? No, I didn't want to know. I'm surprised because because otherwise the day's boring when a human being comes out your wife's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> it's quite. I like, oh, I wish it was some surprise, a jeopardy. <laughs> um, so no, so I'll I'll, I'll tell you. I'll talk you through because I I've just said beforehand. I don't think we've actually ever told you about. Kitty, my daughter's birth at all. No? no, right. So this is good. This is good. Everything's, um, everything's fine. Um, uh, but before you get to that, before yeah. you get to that, because we're still we're still on the okay. pregnancy. Sorry, right. I want to. I I don't. How you you want to prepare for the baby, right? Yeah. Does knowing the gender not help that? 
Yeah, but then it just means you can buy loads of stuff as well. Yeah. So I thought I'll just, if I don't do what, this. So did you get girl things and boy things? No, I mean, we just got generic white thing. I mean, first of all, they're just in little things, <laughs> aren't they? And to be honest, people buy you so much newborn stuff as presents. Yeah. That you don't need that much. And also, you don't, I've, we've hardly bought any clothes for our kids. Yeah. Because what you see and learn is that people are so desperate to get rid of their stuff because mm. they grow out of it so quickly. Yeah. If you've got other friends, another reason to have them at the same time as your friends you or, or few months after, you just get given loads of stuff. Loads of stuff. Jesus. We've got, I've got, we've got friends in the village now who will regularly be just handing over a bag of clothes yeah. for, for a child that's really. See, that's a good age. lesson. I think that's the best lesson you've given me so yeah. far. I don't, yeah, because I don't think um, people say they're really expensive babies but you don't go out because you can't right you look after a baby yeah so you don't spend much money there yeah and you get loads of free stuff you can make it expensive if you're buying yeah loads of, like, loads of, like added little, little gucci and sh- shoes and <laughs> yeah, that yeah. yeah which i will not be doing uh, <laughs> is it is is as the bumps getting bigger and bigger and the days coming mm-hmm. are you getting more nervous as the man no i don't think so you just can't really get it over and done with because it's it's split into trimesters. Mm. So there's three trimesters. Yeah. The first one is the dodgy thing where a lot of things can go wrong. Most of the times when people have miscarriages are in the first six weeks or something like that. Right. So most of the things are. Um, and But then it can go... Um, so the first bit, that's when all the morning sickness is. The second trimester is glorious. Right. For, for, from our experience, anyway, from our friends' experience like that, uh, people tend to be sort of like, ah, oh, I feel quite... Good sort of thing, all this. And that's the other thing I didn't realise with the sort of badges on the tube, right. the um, baby on board things. Yeah. I didn't realise, I thought, well, most of the time you can tell. But I didn't realise that it's in that first trimester that people feel sick and woozy oh. when you can't actually tell. And that's one of the reasons why the badges are good. So oh, we might not right. look present, but they're actually, there might not look go. pregnant. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, and then the third trimester is like just achy, your body's falling apart sort of thing. Like yeah. That. So then you just sort of want to get on with it i think yeah. yeah is there a lot of rows at that point because yeah yeah yeah. Right, yeah 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 right and then and then this is this is probably going to be the most intrusive question go on when a woman's got a bump yeah are things still happening in that bedroom or not yeah, yeah. you can yeah you can do that yeah i never knew that you can do what you like yeah wow <laughs> you do what you want. Yeah. Uh, what does it mean when waters break uh, so waters break. Um, they don't always. There's a, a sack, an amniotic sack, right. maybe around the baby. You've you've learned your shit, you haven't? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, certainly around the first time, I learnt loads and then just forgot it all. And the right. second time round, I'm going, I don't remember anything <laughs> about raising children. It's like when I passed my theory test and then it went two two years without doing my physical, so I had to relearn it all again. Yeah. Except this yeah. is a human rather than a yeah. Fiat Punto. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Alan Partridge thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> so this is all you. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's it. And then you go into the birth. Yeah, yeah. and what? And is that a blind panic? Is it? Where what? was you? Where was you when you first found out that Bev was going into right. what's it, what's <coughs> so it, it called? What's so, it called? So, so let me take you through it. Labour. Yeah, thank you. So um, Bev woke me up at like two in the morning and said my water's broken. God, inconsiderate. Yeah, I know. So we found out. We thought, oh, this is exciting. It's mm. all good. Um, so we found out the hospital, and they said, um, "Yeah, it sounds like your waters are broken." Um, and then the woman on the phone went, "Oh my god, I've got to go!" and hung up. <laughs> and we we're like, "Oh right, um, I don't know what, what the hell was happening. I don't think we can phone back immediately because something's going on." Yeah. Um, and we thought they didn't seem that bothered about it, so we'll just go back to bed because there was no contractions or anything like this. Um, so we just went back to bed, got up in the morning, thought we'd just go into the hospital. Yeah. So we got on the bus. Is this um, Kitty? Kitty, so Kitty, yeah, 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 yeah. first child. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, she's now eight. Um, 
So we've got the bus to, we're living in London, we've got the bus to the hospital. Um, and uh, there's things that, you, there's, there's sort of no contracts or anything. We went in there, they sort of, they didn't even inspect Bev or anything, or have a look. They just said, yeah, no, it sounds like um, you've, yeah, it sounds like water's broken. Basically, go away, come back in 24 hours if nothing's happened, because mm-hmm. there's a risk of infection to the baby after that sort of length of time. So hopefully contractions will start in that time. If not, we'll bring you to hospital. Mm-hmm. So um, we figured baby was done, was ready, so we'll just go to the pub. So we went to the pub, met some friends for lunch at 12. I uh, had lunch with them. They've had a pint of shandy, because again, it's done now, isn't it? So yeah. can't make up too much <laughs> at this point. Um, so so that... no, is the baby not feeding off the mum still then at that point? Yeah. So no, so um we um so that was that was about midday. We left there about two. We went home, got about uh about twenty past two, and um the uh Bev was gonna go and have a nap. She did a couple of paracetamol, was gonna have a nap mm-hmm. um so that she'd be rested if things started. And then but then um contractions sort of started. We went, okay, well, This is kicking off. But they can start and stop, apparently, and all things like this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. What is a, construct, a contraction? I don't really know. It's a sort of, <laughs> I think it's, you I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to make something up there. Something going on down inside a woman. I love that it's just two two blokes talking about <laughs> yeah. pregnancy. What is a contraction? I will tell you, Jack. I don't know. I've had three kids. I've got no idea. Uh, they have it. But what happens is they, they go on for a certain amount of time and you don't immediately go to the hospital because they can start and stop or and it can go on for hours and all this. Right. And um, so you're supposed to go, if I recall correctly, when they are three minutes apart, lasting a minute. Right. So they first of all, they might be like 20 minutes apart. Yeah. And then they'll get closer and closer like that. Shit, it's so, like thunder. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot like that. So it went very quickly. It's just like half two they started. It went very quickly from them being 15 minutes apart to being like three minutes apart, mm. two minutes apart. So, that we're so we phoned up and went, look, it's only been going for like an hour, but there seems to be, it seems to be going really quickly. And Bev was like, in agony, like was yeah. couldn't, couldn't walk and all this and that. And you see other people going, yeah, in the early stages of labour, um, I went for a walk in the woods to take my mind off. I, mean, I don't think my wife's that much of a pussy. <laughs> Everyone else is strolling across the hills and yeah. she's paralysed on the bathroom floor. We just had new carpets so we put her in the bathroom to do, <laughs> to do a dirty business. Um, so she is, so, um, so we've, we've, we, um, she was in there and, um, and we went, we phoned up the hospital. They were really dismissive. They were sort of like, oh, yeah, first time mum, is it? Yeah, come in if you want, but we'll probably send you home. They were quite sort of, wow. they were kind of like, well, okay, so we'll go in. Yeah. So I'll go, I'll go get the car seats. So and we've been given two car seats by friends, and they're mm. both in the shed. So I went into the shed, um, and I was in there, in there for a couple of minutes looking, like, oh, which one? Because one was looked a bit 
smarter, but it was it was less worn. Uh, like the, the one that looked more safe, the other, it was a bit more worn. The other one, I was going, oh, which one should I go? I'll probably go for the one that looks safer sort of thing. We'll go for that one. Go there. Went back in. Um, and as soon as I got back in the house, I was going, Robbie, Robbie, come upstairs. I came out, ran in the bathroom. She goes, the baby's here and there's a head sticking out that was not there before wow. from between her legs. On all fours, there's head sticking out. Like, ah! Like that. So I picked up my phone. I got down on hands and knees. Dialed 999. Sorry, for a second, I thought you were going to say, okay. picked up my phone. To... <laughs> yeah, Instagram stories. Um, yeah. No, so, so I got down on hands and knees. Like 30 seconds ago, I'm in the shed. Yeah. Like, hands and knees. Before the guy answered 999, this baby just popped out into my arms. <laughs> I'm in the shed like 30 seconds ago. So this baby's this this, this baby's in my arms. Like they're still attached by an umbilical cord, obviously, like that. And I, uh, the guy on the phone goes, what's going on? I went, just delivered a baby. And I was just thinking like, just don't kill this baby for like four minutes and everything's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the guy goes, right. Um, he's going, um, he goes, okay, um, uh, is the baby breathing? Going, yep. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is she, is it crying? I was going, yeah, yeah, no, no. It's making make noises crying and all this. Sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. He goes, oh, uh, what colour is it? I think he meant as in, is it blue, not? Yeah. Actually, actually, it's black. <laughs> I have a, a few words after this. Yeah. Um, but no, so he said, well, what colour is it? He said, right, go and, go and get a towel, wrap the baby up, keep it warm. Um, go get another towel um, to, to wipe its airways and all this sort of stuff. Got through a lot of towels. There's a credit to Ferry Non-Bio as well, by the way, <laughs> how many towels were salvaged from this event. So so you're go- you've got to get the towels. So getting towels from the cupboard, yeah. So you're um, already, then they're in they're, they're close, they're close, yeah. Right, yeah. okay. So, um, so, so I've, got, I've got a towel. Oh, I think we were in the bathroom, so there were towels around, I think, uh, to start with. So mm. doing all this sort of stuff. So I'm holding the baby and all this. Mm. And Bev's still like, <laughs> on all fours because it's still attached to her. Yeah. And the guy said on the phone three times, he said, do not cut the umbilical cord. So I don't know what bloke in the past has got his Stanley knife out. Going, I know what you're going to say next, mate, and I'm way ahead of you. Yeah. Um, so they were very clear not to just randomly cut an umbilical cord. Yeah. Um, so he's going through doing all these things, like saying, check this, check this, um, uh, and all these things. They're really, really good. So right, the, the, the ambulance is on the way um, and all this stuff. Um, all right. And then, and then after they said, right, is everything okay? I went, yeah, everything's fine. Right, right. The ambulance is 30 seconds away. Go downstairs, open the front door, then come back up to be with mum and baby. So, so right. the doors open when they get there, they can just come straight in and go upstairs. Yeah. Uh, um, how, what do you, what, oh, this is mental. Yeah. This is a madder story. Yeah, I need to pick. mental, yeah. What are you doing with the baby when you're going to open the door? Yeah, so, Bev's so the baby, I can't just give it to Bev because it's, the cord's still coming out. For so I have to like pass the baby through her legs so it doesn't get tangled up, still on this cord. <laughs> what? Give her back the baby instead of saying, oh, this, like that. So I went down, opened the door, came back up. Uh, we're, we're sat with the baby, the guy goes, um, and so this has been a, a born for like three or four minutes by this point. And said, okay, the uh, paramedics are nearly there. Um, everything all right? I went, yeah, yeah, it's fine. He said, said, okay, good, good. Just, just, just wait there. No, he said, he said um, what have you had, by the way? A boy or a girl? I went, oh, I don't know, mate. Yeah. And, and checked. And I said, Bev's a boy or girl? She goes, I don't know. She said, look, I went, girl. Yeah. yeah. But we had like, she'd been, must be a few babies that's alive for like four minutes before anyone bothers to check what, <laughs> what they've had. So cause it was like, they're just literally thinking like, keep this baby alive. Yeah. And then the paramedics turned up and then, and it was all, People saying oh, that must have been really scary, but it was like sort of proper adrenaline, like was like, it? Sort of like that. Yeah. But then afterwards, once once they were there and everything was fine, I put, gave they were looking after the baby and looking after Bev and all this sort of stuff. I did just go into like a room at the side and just burst out crying, like, 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 like shaking, sort of like that could have been yeah horrific. Well, do, but, yeah. Do, do you think were the tears more like um, the emotion of having a, a daughter? It was everything. I think it was like the whole like that could have gone. Yeah, that could have been really bad or or. or 
that just the whole everything happened. What, yeah, a, what a story, though. It was absolutely mental. And it's good now. Now we've got photos of like the paramedics in the, with the baby and all that sort of yeah. stuff and all these things. And we're like, like there was an ambulance and two emergency response cars outside and stuff like that. And it was, it was it was really good. Yeah. Is it is it quite rare? Obviously, that story is very rare. But is it quite rare that like some women will just have the kids at home? Well, like my friend Dirty Kate. Um, oh God! She's uh, she's um, Dorksnoser, right? Uh, um, Kate Kate Burnett. Um, she's really, she um, she's a music plugger. She used to do, like the Enemy and Hard Fire and all, all things like that. Yeah. Um, she um, she had her baby outside. Um, well, she went she went to the hospital. They mm. sent her away. Right. Um, with the partner, she was driving off. Um, Chelsea Westminster Hospital driving off. She's going. The baby's coming. The baby's coming like that. Said um, said okay, we'll turn around, go back. And go no no, stop stop the car stop the car. She parked. Outside Stamford Bridge, had the baby in the front seat of the car. It's like eleven o'clock at night, so drunk people are coming by, going, "Horrific!" What? She said, "She said if you ever want to get the best service at um, at a hospital, drive, walk back in holding a baby half an hour after you've been told to go away." Wow! She just walked up to the nurse that sent her away, went, "Told you I was having a fucking baby." Fucking hell! Yeah, I I think it is rare, but I knew that story before we had ours like that. So yeah. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world including 75% of the Fortune 500 trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The other two were fairly normal, were they? Yeah, so after we had Bev went in, Bev and Kitty went into hospital for a couple of days after, just because I think they they sort of shat themselves that they told us that everything was pretty all right. And yeah, so we went in there probably unnecessary. But after that, we thought, well, we've had one home birth, we might as well do more. Right. So we had home births. Home, but the thing is, when you're having a home birth, they're quite. So I looked at the statistics, and there's a slightly higher risk of complications for the first child, but after the first child, there's no more risk than hospital. Oh birth. right, and it's not much of a, of a different sort of thing yeah uh, anyway for the first one so um did you feel pretty cool after that first one like when when the dust yeah. had settled did you feel yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. a great story life's all about stories isn't it yeah that's quite a, quite, yeah. a, quite a good one I'm not, I'm not on a podcast telling the story of how i didn't deliver <laughs> yeah. um so so we did that so when so they sort of think you we thought oh, we'll just have an, a, another home birth mm. so with otto our, our first son who's now five um, but that is, so when you're there, they sort of think that you're sort of hippies. So after we'd had the baby and all this, it was quite sort of chilled out at home. She put some music and um, relatively chilled out. I mean, Bev's still kind of a baby. Yeah. For, me, for me, it was cool. <laughs> uh, mixing martinis in the corner. <laughs> my lounge suit. Kimono. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they did say to me, they did say to me, um, oh, do you want to cut the cord? And I was like, I can't deliver the last one. So this feels like a demotion. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, not, not really, mate. Because mm. last time I was... I smashed it. I'm under flint record, mate. I'm getting, getting, getting yeah. not, not to the reserves. Um, but they, um, but then after they said, they said, "Oh, do you, do you want to keep the placenta?" And I sort of panicked, didn't know 
what to do. But I thought, I'll just say yes, and if we don't need it, we can just put it in the bin. Right. Or something like that. Because I think they think you're hippies, and people like bury it and all that. Then, But then I thought, oh, I could eat this. Yeah. So I put it in the freezer. And then... When they give it to you... So they just put it in, like, they give it, I got a Tesco bag, and they put it in it. No, kind of like, no, they didn't. Well, no, they didn't bring their own one. I gave a bag, so just pop it in there. Really? Yeah. So it's, like a, <laughs> it's massive as well. It's huge. I like this big. <laughs> Is that like what the baby's grown in? It's, I think... I think it's the thing that comes with the baby. So it's like, there's a bit of sack <laughs> attached to it. It's, a, it's mad looking at it. Yeah. Um, well, describe it. What does it look like? Uh, a massive bit of liver. <laughs> like, it's like, um, it's like, just, it's like big, big, I don't know, big, just meaty, yeah. fleshy, organy thing. Brilliant. Um, so we had that in the freezer for like six months. Yeah. And then one day I got a couple of mates around and we ate it. Wow. And... Do- it was disgusting. I have so many. <laughs> well, that was my question. We ate yeah. a bit of it. Well, basically, the problem was because it had been in the freezer for about six months. Yeah. I wasn't sure how good it was, how good right. the quality was. And do you, do you what's I just, it called? put a bit of pepper on there? I, do you know what? I just cooked it so much. I think it probably could have been better cooked. Right. We just cooked it. We just wanted to taste it for a bit to say because we thought it was funny. Do you oven cook? Do you I put, it, fry? I put it in the oven until it went black pretty much. Did so I, think, you? I think I burnt the placenta and didn't want it. I don't think I. Yeah. I think it's the best way to do it, but I didn't want to have it. I didn't want to have it rare. Yeah. <laughs> my my theory was: when in your life are you ever going to get another chance to eat human? Yeah, that's a very good theory. Very. I still don't think I'd have a nibble. Yeah, well, no, I don't think I would. Would you? Would you eat a bit of me now if we just cooked it up? Well, that's it's illegal and it's different, isn't it? Yeah, but no. If I gave you, if I it's consent. still illegal, mate. You still can't. You still can't. can't <laughs> well, all right. It. If it wasn't illegal and I just went, hey, I have to tip my little finger. Would you eat it? If if you so you had a bit of if you had a bit of finger if you had a finger <laughs> amputated, yeah. And you went, shall we eat the finger? Yeah, fuck, I'd eat the finger. <laughs> I'd try it. Oh Jesus Christ! I don't know. My worry, my biggest worry was like. What if I really like it? Like I, had, I, had a, I went to a restaurant once and had zebra, and it was so nice. I thought, God, I need more zebra. What if I got a taste for human? What if I'm like, oh, God. Are you, oh, she have more kids? No. Oh. Hanging outside pregnant women. Can, any chance? Have that placenta? Oh, so you said it looked like liver. What did it taste like? Liver? A bit livery, yeah. That's was it? Burnt liver, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't great. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it, but I mean, that, I, it might be my chefing. I imagine it's not though. Do you find do you find this weird? I'm not going to name who it is. I'll tell you after the podcast. One of my good friends was. Um, we were talking about the weirdest stuff that we've ever eaten. Yeah. Um, and it, me me offering my finger there just reminded me. He said he was at work and there was a lady that he worked with that was pregnant. Yeah. And she was putting some milk into a bottle, yeah. and she just turned around and went, "Do you want some?" And he just drank her. Tip milk. Oh, that's fine. Is that fine? Because I've asked four people so far, and you're the only one to say that's fine. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm open minded. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would not I, like to see your internet history. So. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, that's another podcast. Um, the um, yeah, no, I, I I think it's fine. I mean, do what you want. Do what you want. Yeah, fair I, enough. I don't just take someone's breast milk. Yeah, but if someone's <laughs> offering a bit of breast milk, you have a taste. Oh no, not for me. Not life's, for me. life's about experience, isn't it? You can mm. go. No, I like I like how you, the, I can't remember whether it's the first episode or the second episode of this. You said that you haven't done much stuff. Then you told me about the craziest Romanian <laughs> wedding ever, and then the way you <laughs> delivered a baby. And you had a placenta. Yeah, yeah. 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 weird. Right. So yeah. now you've got the baby. You've got three babies. Um, all all lovely, all healthy. What? Uh, no, 
is that when do you name the baby? Because I was then going to say what name you're giving them, but I, yeah. I assume you already got the name. So the first, the first time with Kitty, we had we decided on a. I think we definitely had a girl's name. I think we had ideas for a boy's name. We were set on Kitty. So when she was born, the parents were going like, "What? What? Have you got a name?" And we just mm. all looked at and went, "Kitty, yeah, yeah, cool, right. actually like that." Yeah. Um, Otto, I think we were pretty much there. And the third one, I kind of made Bev have the child. I didn't know. Sorry, I didn't, <laughs> to be clear, I didn't force myself upon it. Yeah. Like, with words. Yeah. With persuasion and, yeah. and charm. So um, you you really wanted? I really wanted the third one. She would have. Been, been, if you're on, I listen to this. She, mommy definitely wants you okay, <laughs> in the future. Um, yeah. But but she she would have, if I had wanted to stop at two, she would have done. Um, right. Uh, but I was quite keen. Yeah. On the third. Um, and um, uh, so so um, with that one, uh, we had less options names. And but by that point, I just thought you can you can pick. Yeah. I, I wanted to call him Horace. Did you? Yeah. Some they're they're, they're unusual names. Yeah. Aren't there's they? a game partly because um it would have made my friend. Gavin, who gets mentioned every every one of these podcasts, <laughs> would have made him laugh because he had a game called Horace Goes Skiing on the Spectrum when we were kids. Um, I just thought I wanted to hear him. Can we please yeah. try and get Gavin into every single one of those? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get something to do with Gavin in. I thought you said get him on. Okay, absolutely not, absolutely not. Um, I just want to mention him. Yeah, uh, I'm just just having a look here to see if there's anything else I need to know about childbirth. Um, I think. Gigi, are you gonna are you gonna have you gonna have children? You're quite keen on it, Miss Fiona Keen. I, I recently, um, in the last sort of twelve months, I am far more keen on the idea than i ever was previously i just like the idea of it now yeah yeah i do um it's good i always used to think of it as like giving up on life and passing on the back well i've done my best i've fucked this up let's try it up with another generation (laughs) but it's not really like that it turns out do you feel like this is gonna sound like a weird one i think do you feel like you have more self do you care for yourself more now that you've got kids than you did before uh yeah to a degree i am I started doing CrossFit because, um, like the incentive to get really hot to attract women was never enough. I've never that bothered. Yeah. Whereas to be able to squat well so that I can carry my kids on my shoulders as long as they want, mm. or for longer, or play with them better, or for longer, was much bigger incentive. So then I'd, I'd mm. done a lot more sort of the gym sort of side of it, mm. that sort of thing. The other thing I noticed is that my Ambition, ambition is probably not the right word. So my ambition sort of just disappeared like that since I had a kid. Like, like not ambition, but my how much I valued work. Like I, before, I was like, I really want to do something good for work or create something that's great. And I was like, I don't care. Really? Like I, 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 like, I just want to spend time with them. And wow, um, see yeah, that which is quite liberating. It's, it's lovely. I feel like I need to put more effort into my work. So yeah, no, I I did, but but then. But now I do. I mean, I, I still work hard. I do, yeah. but it, it doesn't define me. If right. You know what I mean, that's not really hippie. No, but no. I mean, it, it's now like it's like well, yeah. I've, before I'd be like, oh, what is the interesting? Now I'm thinking, well, if I can get something that is a bit boring and pays well, yeah, and then I'll do that. And then I can Fair hang out at home and play with them. Well, I think a poignantly parting question would be, um, what's it like holding your child in, for the first time, knowing that you're lovely? A dad? Yeah. yeah, yeah, really nice. Is it scary? Really? Not really. What's weird is that they is when they just leave you alone. Like particularly after the first with the first one, there's a bit of transition. We were in hospital and that, mm. and you can sort of settle in. With Otto and Arlo, when they were born, so that the you have a home birth, you call them, they come, you go out in labour, they'll come with you, help you deliver the baby, and then like maybe fill in a form or something like that. Then they're gone. So like an hour after he's born, he's just like lying on a rug on the floor, like he's like a human. Wow. Uh, and you're just. You're in charge of it like that. It's like, like I find it weird that they let me hire a van. 
<laughs> like, yeah. like the first time I heard of that, I'm like, this shouldn't be allowed. Like, government, <laughs> yeah. The government should bring something in to stop this. <laughs> this is like a mega van. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's been, I think that's been my favourite episode so far. I told you it's a good story. Yeah, well good. Yeah. Um, join us next week, guys, when uh, we will be discussing alcohol. Robbie, thank you. Thanks. I choked on my own spit there. <laughs> thanks for sharing that lovely, wholesome story. Um, I'm going to retch my own vomit. Listeners, wait for the next one. This has been Jack Makes Happy Half Hour. We'll see you next week when it gets boozy. Jack Makes Happy Half Hour. This was a Stakhanov production.